970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. We're back, and boy, does time fly. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Ace Was Hoopop, our financial expert, and Stephen Ebert, our legal whiz, and myself. I'm Dottie Herman. I think I'm a pretty good real estate expert, and I am so thrilled to have someone who's been on the show uh, many a times before, and that's my good friend. And she is calling us from live from Israel. She is the co-founder and certified New York NYU master coach. There's no one who knows more about real estate and invests more in real estate. She's done it her whole life. And she's the co-founder of the Real Estate Academy and master coach. Esther Mueller has been ed- educating professionals for over 20 years. Her incisive thoughts and perceptive ideas have distinguished her as an authority and often quoted spokesman of the person of the real estate industry. She is going to be discussing opportunities in the real estate sector, and she's done them herself. Esther? Hi. You, oh, I my God. I calling from Israel. I thought I'd find you in New York City or out east somewhere, and then I was told, oh, wow, she's in Israel. And then I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so well, much. I- there, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. You know, I'm used to taking airplanes, so uh, I, I was allowed to come to Israel because I'm an Israeli. I'm an American citizen, but I'm also an Israeli citizen since I was born in Israel. They allowed only Israelis to come uh, to Israel, so I'm here, and I am very in touch with New York City, and I'm in touch with America, and I'm so happy. That Stephen Everett. Hi, Stephen. Has been fabulous. He's my hey, attorney. Yes, We've had many deals. As a matter of fact, just before I left, um, I left East Hampton. I was there for three months. We uh, completed a deal. I think we're closing in September. But so, thank you very much because we did the deal in a very short period of time. And I think it really. I love your topic about starting with the New York Times and the five-year that the economic loss. And I'd like to take um, a different position on that. As an example, uh, we sold the property in about one week. Stephen, you know about the closing that we're going to have because of a company called Zillow's. And if anything at all, I think the coronavirus has led all of us, and I know my students, and I'll talk to you about it in a minute, to accelerate five years for sure and maybe even a decade of learning how to use technology to their advantage. So I've seen the opposite. I've seen economic possibilities and growth that are going to accelerate the economy much faster than the five-year loss. We already see it in Companies like Zooms and in the training program, 
uh, New York Department of State gave us permission to go online and to Zoom our courses, as well as for people who are now starting to look at how can they empower themselves with more information and learn more and taking more time to really explore real estate and believe it or not, Many of the 65-year-old agents are now hiring 25- and 30-year-old agents. So they're calling me up and saying, how fast can they get their license? And, of course, everybody knows that you can get your license very quickly in two, three weeks and very painlessly, no pain involved. So we're finding that there is an increase in demand for wanting to get the real estate license there's an increase in demand for wanting to learn the technology of how to use some of these fantastic platforms. We see agents, young agents, old agents on Facebook, on Instagram, using those platforms now, which they didn't even know how to use. Exactly. And I know that, I mean, I've learned technology and I've accelerated my knowledge so much that I am just so excited and look, you can watch what's happening with, and I know you don't buy stocks, Dottie, but it's a reflection when we've got people making so much money with Amazon, which is home-based, Netflix, Zoom, Zillow, Microsoft, what do they do with their money? They don't 100% trust the stock market. So the smart buyers today, the smart even stock uh, uh, players today, are calling up our agents, and they're calling also the school and saying, you know, I think this is a great opportunity for me to take some of the wins that I'm now having. Look at the Apple stock. You know, people had it. It is like, you know, like four times split for one, and, you know, the average person will be able to buy it at $100 a share. So I don't see the doom and gloom. The only gloom I see is the poor people that are, you know, getting sick and, uh, and the majority are unfortunately over the age of 65. And it's just incredible what I think is finally staying at home and learning how to use all the tools and doing business. I personally sold my East Hampton Village townhouse, and Stephen is right there as my attorney to a doctor from New York City who called up from New York City, and we were not even allowed to show properties at the time. So I said, look, I'm willing to meet you in front of the house, but you've got to go in yourself to check it out. But what helped me and what's helping the agents today is the virtual tours, the sophisticated tools they now have, the 360 tours, the ability to go onto a platform and to be able to communicate with the clients before they even see. By the time my client arrived to the house, he was sold on the unit. He was sold on the house. And so I don't think I would have done as well with this particular townhouse if I wouldn't have had all of the technology that helped me. So I want to emphasize how important it is today. And many of the agents who are now signing their children one of your agents, I don't want to mention her name, one of the top agents at Douglas Selliman, um, she said, my daughter is, uh, might not be going to college because she's got this, uh, you know, challenge. Is it going to be Zoom? 
and you know spending sixty thousand dollars a year yeah, for virtual. college is ridiculous. Virtual. So you know what? I advise her to get her license, come work with me for a while until you know we've got a vaccine. In the meantime, she's so excited because her daughter is loving the class. It's online. And she's able to really understand it. It's so exciting. It is. And I'm sure that you'll remember how I met you and the time that I met you. Because I met Esther right after 9-11. And we were expecting a a second terrorist attack, okay? Right. So after 9-11, there were orange alerts, red alerts. Everyone was evacuating. And everyone was really on edge. And we had gotten some kind of warning, and I, I got it from an agent. It was Michael Scrow, and I'll never forget it. He was talking to somebody on, in Israel, his parents, I think, and he alerted yes. us that we were going to be on orange alert, and everyone had to evacuate. And I'm, I went back to our office on Madison Avenue because the real estate agents, I don't really think people give them enough credit for how hard they work. I had to go right. into our office building. I took off my high heels. I had to walk on every floor. Now, we were on an alert where we were evacuating. And I had to go in the offices and get all the salespeople that were still working, number one, and say, no, you got to go. you got to leave. You can't still work. And there were also many that couldn't get out of New York City because they, li- and they lived other places. So I was walking with... I don't know, about 30 agents that had nowhere to go because they lived outside of New York City, walking to try to find a place where we could even sit and get in, and there is where I met Esther. That's right. And you were with Dolly Lenz, and I just want to tell you, I remember getting so excited. Now, here we are in the middle of a disaster, <laughs> and you were, I think, front cover of Time Magazine, maybe the week before. Right, or yeah, right. Before, and the and because of the school, I invite, you know, the icons of the industry to teach. And I'm going, oh, my God, Daddy Herman, oh, my God, I needed to call you because I saw you in Time Magazine and you've taken over Doug, uh, Douglas Elliman at the time, right? You came from Prudential. And I was so excited. And here we are. You're right. You're right. You reminded we're best me. Of it was doing- and we actually are neighbors in yeah. New York City. Yes. And when I tell you everyone on this, this, this radio, I mean, Ace and Steven and Esther, we are all out-of-the-box thinkers. And, yes, like as Esther, and we're all saying we all are, you know, we all have that fear. And we, you know, this virus has been horrific, and we, our hearts reach out, and we just hope everyone can stay as safe as possible. But we've had so many disasters, and what happens is people – either get paralyzed in it or they kind of accept this is what it is. How are we going to come out after this? Because life will go on. And what opportunities might come from this? And I think you just summed them up better than I can say them. And I can tell you from my thing, I've been on so many Zoom meetings for CEOs. I have been on – met so many people from different industries on Zoom that – all are like networking and what they see, where they think the world is going, where they think the industries are going. And when you read the papers or you listen to the news, either or, it, it seems like they only point out everything that's negative. Now, 
obviously this virus is a horrible thing. But when you see the people coming out for homes and the trends that it's going to, all the trends that are going to be here that really were expedited. For example, you know, I did something for Forbes. They didn't publish it yet. And one of the questions they asked me is, um, what do you see that's a trend that's going to be here after the virus, that's going to live on, that really, and most of the trends we had were coming, but they were taking long. Because, for example, the baby boomers, they wanted to work 24-7 in the office because we were used to going to work every single day. The millennials were not like us. So it's like, no, they don't want to come to work. They want flex time. Uh, they don't, they want a family time. They want to make sure they're home on some weekends. And so they kind of really had a whole different headset about time. However, uh, the virus forced us to work at home, and the virus forced us to order Amazon and things like that, and, you know, clothes that I said, oh, I have to try mm-hmm. them on and see how they look. So they took trends that were coming, that were coming but very slowly, mm-hmm. and I think you said it, and just overnight people were forced, because we shut down, to figure out how to do business differently, to figure out how to get in touch with their families and loved ones differently. You know, I did a few Zoom meetings. We did them with my families every Sunday. We did them, I did them with people I went to school with. And we reached out differently, but we reached out. And so now I don't want to be Pollyanna that says everything is rosy and everything is wonderful, but I choose to be around people that are positive they don't have, you know, they, they know what's going on. They're not, you know, just, you know, saying this isn't bad because it is, but also looking at, gee, what's going to happen afterwards and what can I take about opportunities? I mean, there's a whole section, which I don't know because we have you on as a guest, and we'll get to talk about about Steve because they, the, the headlines is there'll be so many foreclosures. And look, I'm sure they will. I want to give but, you an example about talk about foreclosure. I'm the reason I'm in Israel, I have a few reasons, but really the main reason, even though I have a 96-year-old and 93-year-old mom and dad, I would not have chosen to come at this time to be on a plane and to possibly carry the corona. So my prime reason for coming, which is really a real estate reason, is I am the chairman of the Four Seasons Hotel in Natanya, which is in Israel, and there are 100 apartments, 100 uh, suites that we have in the industry, the hospitality industry, anyone that owns in a hotel today will know what I'm talking about is people are not coming to the hotels. The hotels are going bankrupt or they're closing down. So the gloom of everything, if you want to look at what's going on, is people are not getting on airlines and not coming over to the hotels. And here I am stuck with this fantastic leadership title called chairman which I wish I didn't have, but I have. So I now found myself as a 50-year-old hotel having to make decisions. So I always have a theory. Every problem has an opportunity. That's the way I think, and that's the way I know you think. So I came here knowing I have a problem. I've got to tell 100 owners that, guess what? You're going to have to carry $200,000 a month because we're not getting any guests to come in. So instead of telling them the bad news first, I decided to investigate who can I bring to the hotel and take the real estate, which was used for hotel purposes, 
and see what else can I do. And sure enough, now I'm creating affordable housing. I'm going to do short-term stay and accommodation for people. This past weekend, it's right now Saturday, the hotel is full, is full. The pool is in use. We are right on the beach, and we've got lots and lots of young people. Unfortunately, the market is not for 65 and older, which in the past, that was a great market. All of a sudden, the hotel has kids jumping up and down. It's got the young generation. And so we took this real estate, and now the ownership is getting excited because we're transforming what was getting, you know, a little bit old. And I love old people, and I love my seniors. Of course, my parents are themselves seniors. Even my father, who's 96, came down to the pool and had his mask on, and he said, oh, my God. He was not happy because they wouldn't open up the the temple because they don't allow in Israel uh, the temples to be opened with more than 10 people, and we have here 150 people in the hotel. So my point is, anyone that owns real estate today, and I know some of my clients have called me, and they want to know, what should I do with my property now that I can't get that tourist to come? Who is my market now? What can I look at? So the agents themselves are calling the school to see what other classes do you have? What other topics do you have that would help us in order to work with a whole different generation that we were working with? So I do think that there is a, and look, I lived through New York City almost being in bankruptcy. My friend was Lou Rudin. I remember the day because I bought many of my properties that I own during the worst time. I bought in the 70s. I bought after 9-11. I bought in the buildings that are today trophies, the Park Van Dome, the Leonore. People know these buildings. You look at the history, and nobody wanted to buy there. So I think we need to kind of look at the history of even 100 years ago, what happened. We need to look at the history of, of viruses that were very damaging, and we overcame all of it. You mean, we really, really did. So I think those of us that are optimistic, that can look at what positive aspect, instead of sitting at home in a mood of gloom and doom, what can I do? So learning, empowering yourself, getting to know even new careers. There are people that are calling us to the school, and they've never thought of real estate as a career, but all of a sudden, they've discovered by being able to see beautiful virtual tours. You know, people are sitting all day and they're looking at apartments and they're looking at the dimension and they're even furnishing it. I mean, it is so amazing. And there's so so many programs. Yeah, it's amazing. And there's so many programs. I just looked at a program that they had that you could actually virtually see behind the walls of the house, of the home. Behind, I mean, what, you know, all the wires. You love it? Yeah. Yes. It's unbelievable. Soon we'll be well, able listen, to be there. I want to Can you have a few more minutes? Because I don't. I know you're calling so sure. long distance. No, so no. I want you to tell everybody if you're looking for you career want. real estate. Um, we'll just write back, give you some things about if you're looking for career real estate, and I just want to see how Israel's doing with this virus. We'll be right back. Okay, we're all about it. Sure. 
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The buckets you buy at Ace hold paint, dirt, and debris. But our Children's Miracle Network buckets hold so much more, like dreams, hope, and care for children. Because over the last 29 years, with your help, Ace has raised over $125 million for local CMN hospitals. So stop by your local Ace this weekend to make a $5 donation and get a 5-gallon bucket plus 20% off almost anything that fits inside it. Offer valid on regular price merchandise. Additional exclusions apply. See store for details. Relief Factor, effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com, and then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I can't make heads or tails of elder law or estate care, and i got to tell you, Mike Connors does. That's why I want you to get your questions asked from him every Thursday on my show, Kevin McCullough Radio. Just email your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. Then listen to Mike's show Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570, The Mission, and FM 102.3, and Saturday evenings at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. That familiar sound means it's back to school time. But this year, back to school will mean different things for different families. Whether your kids are returning to class with face masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing stays the same. Back to school will mean some big expenses. But we'd like to help. Enter the back to school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 to pay for school supplies, kids' clothing, electronics, and more. Then we pay an additional $2,500 to your school. To enter, just go to our website. You can even win bonus entries to increase your chances of winning. No matter what back-to-school means for your family, we make it easier with the back-to-school sweepstakes. For your chance to win, head on over to am970theanswer.com and enter. That's am970theanswer.com. am970theanswer.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I, and I am so thrilled to have Esther Mueller, who's really an expert in the real estate business. She runs a real estate academy, and we're talking about it's a great time to have a career in real estate. So those of you who are thinking, and it doesn't matter what age you are, just leave us your number. I will get you all the information. You don't even have to go. You can go online for some of the courses. Um, right. And right. if you just love real estate, which I know there's so many real estate junkies that have professions, other, and you just want to learn about real estate, and I, you know, I have Estimulo on the phone. We'll set you up. And real estate, really, I can't tell you. If you look at the self-made millionaires, I forgot the exact percentage, but it's so many of them that really just mm-hmm. believed in real estate. 
And now is a great and time to buy it all the stars, Yeah. And look at all the stars and celebrities. The minute they become celebrities, the first thing they do is they come into real estate. They learn real estate. They And some of them get their license in real estate. Some big stars that we know you and I, because you usually send me many celebrities yes. to our schools. And we it's had the NBA, really you know, we had like uh, people like when there were basketball players when they when they're done because they right. have to retire early. That's when they get their licenses. Let me ask you, Esther, you're right. in Israel. How is the virus there? How are they dealing with it in, in Israel? It's a good question. So first of all, when I, when I landed, I had to do 14 days of quarantine and it was not simple because they told me the police is going to be watching and it'll be 7,000 shekels, which translates into about a $4,000 fine. So I arrived at the hotel. I'm at the Seasons Hotel. I am locked in. And a day, two days later, I get a phone call from a neighbor. She says, I saw you go out and buy a watermelon. I suggest you stay in your room because the police are watching you. Oh, God. So all of a sudden, I had, yes, so number one, they're really, really strict in Israel. Number two, the country is having exactly, it's like a micro-America, the same exact political division, the same exact riot in similar places, the left, the right, the middle is missing. And it is like, I feel like I'm in a little mini America with the same exact political dilemmas and the same exact virus and almost the same amount of people. And it is no different, but they're very much more strict here as far as you've got to get your mask on. And if you go out without a mask, you can get a huge fine and some of them are being arrested. So some of the biggest um, dilemmas are the riots of people who feel like I need to get to work. I need to get to work. And the government is in the same situation right now as the government in United States. You know, are you going to give 70% you know, of their employment? And I just want to point you, to one more thing that's going on. What? That's going on here and in America. The hotel, for instance. I have many of the workers who have been here for 15, 25 years, and I, I've owned here for over 25 years, they won't come back, many of them, because they're getting 70% of their salary. So they said to me, Esther, I love you, but you know what? I'd rather not work and get 70%. So I have now the, the, the challenge of bringing people on. A lifeguard to sit at the pool is now a challenge. So as I said, the younger generation now has opportunities to come into the hospitality industry, to the real estate industry, because many of the older, and I won't say even older, but those that are even getting the, the relief find that it's much smarter for them. They feel not to come to work. So I think to come into real estate, you need to be self-motivated. You need to know that it's hard work and you need to really be technologically savvy. And so I just want to mention that it's easy to reach us. It's just realestateacademy.com. One word. Yes, sir. Real We're going to post Academy. it on our IA Real Estate Facebook page. So also Thank we you. can just text me all of it, and then we're going to post it. So this yes. way those of you who want Thank to get you. the information, um, 
Say them again. They can go to realestateacademy.com. One word. Real Estate Real Academy. Estate. Or you can call us or go to my Facebook page or I on Real Estate, which we right. have. Or you can just follow right. me at D. Harmon and Element. And we'll get Super. you. I use that school. Everyone I know uses that school. I had just contacted Esther to say, gee, um, I have people that need continuing ed. But it's really a hard time but a wonderful time in the sense that people are really looking at what's important to them. And people are. Can I say a big? Can I say a big thank you to Ace, who's been one of our professors, and to Stephen Ebers, and of course you are one of the out of um, 350 speakers. There are only four speakers that have actually gotten our declaration of uh, doctorate, and that's you, Barbara Corcoran, Lou Rudin, and. Um, and that's it. So I just want you to know that also Stephen Everett is a great instructor at our school, and so is Ace. So you've got a great team over there, and I want to thank you. And that's thank what you, the school's Esther, all and about. Thank you for calling us and give your you. parents a hug for me and your family. I will be right I, here. Thank you. Thank you so much. We it's love you, Esther. Thank you. Shalom. We all love you, Esther. Be well, Esther. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Shalom. Shalom. She's incredible. We would all Always tell you that this is an incredible guys. lady. Right? She really is. I mean, she's just and a and a person of her her soul, you know, she's very successful, she's very bright. Her her son, who she adores and I adore, um, she found out when I first met her that I used I I grew up with Barbie, the Barbie doll, and I love Barbie. And her son Worked for Mattel. He ran the whole. He ran all the marketing and the campaigns that he did for Barbie. And so her son, she told her son that I loved Barbie. So I have Barbie dolls. I have an Armani. I have, I have design. I have Barbie dolls and all designer clothes, like all the different designers. It's like incredible. So I guess it's the same as here. But you know, I want to ask you because I was going to talk about this. In that article that I spoke about where it said all of this economic growth is lost, they talked a lot about evictions. And I know we've talked about it before with Stephen, but but they are saying, okay, and again, they're saying, you know, the city where renters make up nearly two-thirds of the population, several questions loom at large. And these are questions that I've been asked also, I'm sure Stephen and Ace, what happens if I can't make the rent? Will I be evicted? What rights do I have as a tenant? Well, I think there's a few things. And even before answering that question, I want to say something, that any solutions that we have have to be comprehensive, right? And I think there's some great takeaways from what Esther said, but one of them was, can we take our lemon and make it lemonade, right? Can we take a lack of revenue in and then restructure the revenue source and make it work? So before just answering the legal question on the evictions, whatever solution we come up with, we can't just be one side. We need to address the concerns and needs of the landlords and the tenants because it's a ripple effect. If the tenants don't have to pay rent, the landlords don't have income, and the landlords can't pay the property tax bills to the city, and then they can't pay the mortgage payments to the bank. So whatever ultimately is a consensus and a decision it has to be addressed um, comprehensively. Now, when it comes to evictions, it is varying a little bit throughout the state. It keeps on changing. 
Um, there was a moratorium for a long time. Things are starting to very, very slowly move, but it is a real, real backlog. Um, and I think it's going to be months, um, you know, on really cases happening in a meaningful way. And then also on top of that, you know, look, if there is a second round, that, that you know, that, that could also put another backlog and another delay. But what I caution people who say, oh, you know, there's a delay in getting somebody out. Remember, the obligation still stands, right? And any time there might be a delay in an enforcement and any judgment, but the reality is if you decide to take advantage of that and not pay, eventually there is a day of reckoning at the end of the process. It's just a much more delayed process than it has been historically. So, you know, it's important to keep that in mind. And if you do have payment issues, I think the best thing to do is have dialogue. People have an understanding of what's going on, and the best thing to do is to have a conversation. What we have found been most effective, and now I'm talking more commercial than residential, but has there been a dialogue between tenants and landlords and really restructuring um, leases and doing things, and that's been effective for both sides. Um, so that's the other thing. Got to have the communication. Oh, I agree. I, I just had a friend that was negotiating a commercial lease, which is about 40000 a month, if I'm not mistaken, that she pays. And she was telling me her landlord, and I thought it was pretty fair. I mean, he, he didn't really give her much rent off, but he gave her two months if she renewed the lease. And um, But he told her that she didn't have to sign personally unless she, like, if she was, like, like after the 15th of a month, if she was one day late, then it would resort to, like, being a, a personal, you know. And I think that people might not understand that, but when you get a commercial lease, would you tell everybody the difference of if you sign personally um, means they can come after you? Absolutely. And the thing is, there is a lot at stake. A lot of times there's free rent to do a build-out. But if you don't complete the lease, there could be clawbacks. There are certain escalations that are in there over time, if it's say for property taxes or insurance changes. Can you finish that? that? We're just going to take a quick break, and I've been really talking about that. There's a lot of questions on evictions. Should they pay some rent? Um, we'll be right back. We're talking about, you know, if you can't pay the rent or you're negotiating a new lease, what you should do. And you're, learn you're, you're hearing from an expert. We'll be right back. We'll talk about rent, and then we'll talk about if you have to miss a mortgage payment, April, for you on that. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer.
If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees after this whole pandemic is over, plan an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Fresh sea air, beautiful skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, first-class entertainment, immaculate facilities, plenty of space. What's not the love? Your guests are sure to be impressed and comfortable aboard the Atlantis Mega Yacht. The Atlantis is the yacht we take out each year for our big client cruise event. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Our clients love it. Go ahead and start planning your standout event now. Whether it's a corporate event, wedding, engagement party, retirement party, anniversary celebration, why wait? Call New York Cruises to schedule a private viewing of the Atlantis. 212-633-1231. Mention AM970, the answer for 10% off your booking. It's a special offer given the times. Consider booking now to save later. 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our weekend special. Save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing and free premium delivery on most beds when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and um, I know we have some callers on the line, and Steve was in the middle of, Stephen was in the middle of talking about evictions. Um, but before I do this, I know this is just quick, and I have, I guess, Bobby. Are you on the line? I don't know. I can't see the screen. So, uh, Bobby, if you're looking for uh, how to get your real estate license. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Hi, Dottie. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, I um, Thank you for taking my call. I wanted to know how can I get my um, broker's license and do I need to have a certain amount of hours or a certain amount of sales and where's the best place to get my broker's license? Well, you, so you're, you have a real estate license already? Yes. Are you a salesperson, a real estate salesperson? Yes. And so you want in to get your broker's license in New York? Yeah. Well, if you leave me your information because you, you can take it to Esther. You know, she's in Israel, but her... I have all the information because I go there, and we'll take and continue ahead now. So um, if you leave me your information and your number, I will get back to you myself. I will get a hold of Esther, and I will, I, you know, I believe, uh, I know this, uh, you could do it online. And I know that I just called because I, I wasn't sure because I was grandfathered for so many years because if you had so many years in the business, you'd be grandfathered and take and continue ahead, and they changed it. So I have to go also, and I know everyone I know is going online. So 
I will give you all the information. If you leave your information, I'll personally call you and give it to you. Does ACE Academy um, do, uh, have that course? Do you know? They, they do. They do. They yeah. do. There's a broker's licensing okay. course, so if you take that course with the number of years and deal experience, then you can go that route to be licensed as a broker. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. I, want, I have Joe online on the line. Joe? Yes. Hello, Donnie. Last week, we didn't get a chance to take your call, so I'm trying to get Stephen stuff in, so give it to us. Donnie, how are you? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I really am. I'm, I'm calling. Really I'm calling. His American Marine is calling from the field today. I'm going to the food banks, food pantries. They get food for the shut-ins, the American veteran shut-ins in my building. And I just want to let you know that and I need your legal eagles advice also. They offered me a couple of thousand dollars to trade off for my two-and-a-half-year residency of subsidized housing for American veterans. Thirteen American veterans died in the last 13 months, five in the last 13 weeks, God help them. It's not a good quality of life, but the thing is, if they went from no money and a one-way ticket to Florida on the 30th of January before the pandemic, now they're up to $4,000. And I have a lease. I could hold out for much more than that, couldn't I? Because I don't want to be homeless and my dog homeless in Florida. I, I don't know your lease. I'll leave that to Stephen. But I think without reading a lease, I'm not sure that he could really know what it says. But, Stephen, I'll leave that question to you. No, that, that's, the, that's the right answer. Um, you know, it's very hard. And, and I'll even re-say that. It's not even it's very hard. It's really impossible to give you know, and any sort of legal advice about looking through the documents and, and knowing all the facts and making sure it's fully analyzed you know, and, and seeing what's in there. Um, you know, I, I you know I'm glad to hear that they've sweetened the deal for you, so that that's a positive. But from giving you know any kind of legal analysis, you need all the facts and looking at all the documents um, to really give that right kind of answer. All leases uh, but, could be different. Well, I have the lease. And they have to re offer a renewal because it's subsidized housing, I think, a third of my meager income. But the question I have is, should I get, like, a garden gecko set and get really greedy and ask for, like, $100,000, hoping that they'll offer maybe twenty? I don't think so. But, I mean, again, I, I don't know your lease, but I think really, honestly, and I think this to everybody, for those that have enough money and you obviously need a break, you need to have the government, and, 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 and they should help us. But we, I don't encourage anybody who has the money and wants to take advantage of the system. So I think, you know, be fair with them. You know, if what you can afford is what you can afford. But don't ask for the moon. I don't think that was going to happen. And right away they're going to know this guy is really trying to take advantage. And I don't think that's the spirit that we should have. Yeah, Guy, you've been taking advantage of the American veterans there for, for eight years. I, 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 let me say this. I think probably the best maneuver you can do is if you get a, a group of your colleagues who are there, uh, the tenants who are there, and maybe you all, if you're on a similar place, maybe if you all go in together and, and, and try to talk to an attorney who's local in that town who might know some of the local rules, may be familiar with the local players, and, and they can actually see because you, know, you need someone who understands what's going on and, and you know what's realistic and what's not, what number makes sense. Uh, honestly, being where I'm located, not, not sure where you're located, 
Um, it makes a big difference in trying to talk numbers and write. So I think that's probably the best advice I could give. Real estate's the most local thing that you can do. I mean, we got a great team here, but at the same time, if someone asked me for a local uh, rule in a in a rural area, uh, you know, of Montana, I, I wouldn't know that answer offhand. You know, and so you want to also you want to have someone with the right level of depth of experience, but also knows that local market and those local rules. Um, to make sure that, that you're getting the the, the, full, the best optimal advice that you can get to make a decision. Well, it's here in New York City, as you know, and it's just that, you know, there's very little housing. It's a housing epidemic of short of housing. And years ago, the only good thing about bad areas were low housing, low-cost housing. And now even the bad areas, 1000 a month for an unfurnished room in, in East New York. I mean, and uh, we don't want to stay in the area. You do want to go to Florida. Unfortunately, Florida is an epidemic center now. It was New York. Now it's Florida. So, you know what? You know, we don't want to stay in the corner. Let me say this because we're, we're going to run out of time. But let me just say this quickly. Here's my blanket like advice to people who are trying to make decisions now. If you, what, I was given this advice when I was probably 25 years old. And it was never make a decision when you're on a motion. So right now, I just think that we should just hang in there, wait to see what happens in September. Okay, just see if we have, because we, you know, we have a lot of things going on. We have, you know, we have the mm-hmm. virus. We have the uh, the things that are going on with the rioting. election coming up, civil unrest, rioting. I know. Yeah. So there's so much going on now, and I think that you kind of have to take a deep breath and you know see. Like how we do it. There's also politics. You know, there's just so much. And don't make any decisions on a motion. And I think take Steve's advice. If you could get some other veterans together or people in the building together, um, that would be helpful. But if you leave your information, we will get back to you personally. Okay, Daddy. You were given that information when you were 25 just 10 years ago. I probably was, and I probably didn't. But if you try and you don't get me, try again. I was kidding, Johnny. with a joke, Johnny. Listen, keep up the great work, everyone there. God bless you, and we'll Thank get through you. this. You, and stay Ciao. safe. Bye-bye. You too. Ciao. Thanks, Joe. Bye. I think that was great advice. But I really think, if, you know, look, we're coming to the close of this show, and we can talk more about what to do if you're in a situation, which we didn't get to talk about, but ACE can continue that, about what happens if you really are coming short of your mortgage payments, what should you do, and Stephen can talk about evictions. But I think we've all said to you, the first thing that you should do is contact either your lender, if it's a mortgage payment, or if it's a rent payment, then talk to your uh, landlord. And I can't speak for all landlords, but I can tell you that when we went through the the financial crisis in 2007 and 2008, and it just happened overnight, and all of a sudden people were at banks taking their money out, it was pretty scary. I called up, you know, when I had to be a little late on rents and things, I called up every single landlord that we were, that we dealt with, and Douglas Sullivan dealt with a million landlords. And I would say 90, I don't remember exactly, but I would say the majority of landlords really worked were willing to work with it because if they have a good tenant that has been with them and that has paid their rents on time and that has been responsible they you know you don't want to lose that kind of tenant you know so i think their steven and ace's advice on contact either the lender i mean you know or the the landlord and speak to them and try not to be into an, you know, it shouldn't be controversial. It shouldn't be an argument. It should be how can we work together.
so that, you know, you, get, you can help me out during this time, and I can continue, as I said, to pay you, because I do agree with Stephen so much that, you know, everyone thinks of landlords as these rich tycoons. Well, many landlords are small landlords, and there was, no, there was nothing for them, so if they don't get rent, some of them are going to lose their buildings. They might have mortgages on them and things of that nature. I mean, I don't know, Ace or Stephen, like in our closing five minutes, do you have any advice for people that can't pay their, their you know, mortgage payments or find they're coming short or their leases? Yeah. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Ace. Um, Stephen, I just wanted to say real quick, you know, I, I think if you're struggling, don't wait until you're struggling. If If you feel as if you're you're going to end up in that situation, I, I think preparation is key. Give give your bank or financial institution a call. Work out payments. They will work with you um, if you tell them and you have supporting documentation in regards to your personal situation. There's loan modifications. There's the ability to refinance. So there's a lot of options for you. I would just say just do yourself a favor and, and prepare and, and get yourself educated on the different options. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, and on the exact same point, and call as early as possible. Call even before you can't make a payment, right? Imagine a scenario where you have, you're a landlord, you have a tenant, it's okay, and the lease expires in November, right? You're a few months in advance. We're not going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a cliffhanger. Maybe we could follow up on next week. I don't think we have too many seconds left before the show ends. So I'd love to just continue this subject advice from Stephen and Ace on what to do if you find yourself in trouble and should you how to prepare for that and how to maybe you should contact you and we'll talk about that next week bye everyone have a safe safe weekend we all love you we love when you call we love doing the show and we're here for you with any of your questions Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.